Hey, and welcome to Epistle, a devotional podcast that goes through the New Testament one book at a time. We're going to be coming to the end of Galatians today, chapter 6, starting in verse 11. Notice what large letters I use as I write these closing words in my own handwriting. Those who are trying to force you to be circumcised want to look good to others. They don't want to be persecuted for teaching that the cross of Christ alone can save. And even those who advocate circumcision don't keep the whole law themselves. They only want you to be circumcised so they can boast about it and claim you as their disciples. As for me, may I never boast about anything except the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. Because of that cross, my interest in this world has been crucified, and the world's interest in me has also died. It doesn't matter whether we have been circumcised or not. What counts is whether we have been transformed into a new creation. May God's peace and mercy be upon all who live by this principle. They are the new people of God. From now on, don't let anyone trouble me with these things. For I bear on my body the scars that show I belong to Jesus. Dear brothers and sisters, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you in spirit. Amen. Paul makes the final point and the final push of teaching and encouraging the Galatians as he wraps up this letter to them. And as he does so, we see a little bit of an explanation and justification for biblical scholars to be able to point and say that Paul has really bad eyesight. Imagine taking over writing notes for a friend in class and you're handwriting them, not typing, so your handwriting doesn't match. And imagine that your handwriting is a lot neater or radically different than your friends, right? And you would notice where one ended and the other took off. This is likely Paul taking over writing from whoever is actually writing down the letter to the Galatians as Paul speaks it out. As he dictates this letter, Paul grabs the pen from the man's hand and jots down in his own large letters. I imagine like a five-year-old with an awkward crayon just scribbling on this scroll. This is Paul. I'm writing this with my own hand to show you how serious I am. The bad eyesight that biblical scholars suspected that Paul had is seen throughout his writing. And you, I think this is where people will point to 2 Corinthians chapter 12, where Paul starts writing about this thorn in his flesh to keep him humble. This is likely bad eyesight. Could be something else, but the whole point of what Paul is getting at is that it's urgent enough for him to grab the pen and to write it himself. They would have seen his handwriting and it would have validated for the Galatians that this was in fact a letter from Paul. They would have recognized his handwriting and they would have seen, yes, this is from him. Paul causes them to consider the motives of false teachers and not just them, but also us. Anyone who would desire to lead others astray, anyone who would have ulterior motives, Paul causes them to look and examine those who would lead them astray. First off, we see that they are selfish. They are only looking for people to follow them. And that's not totally unfamiliar language for us today, as we see plenty of people desiring their own followers on social media. They are doing anything that they can to promote themselves to become more impactful. And this is exactly what false teachers are doing. They are trying to drum up for themselves more disciples so that they can break about how many people follow them and look at how great of a person I am. These false teachers also are in the mindset of self-preservance. They don't want to be persecuted. And, and to be fair, no one wants to be persecuted. No one wants to go through trials. But true and genuine followers of Jesus Christ recognize that 
that comes with the territory. As you follow Jesus, this will happen. So consider what it is that they do not want at all and what that says about them. If they just don't even want to acknowledge that persecution comes as following Jesus, it says quite a bit about where their actual allegiance lies. Also, we see that Paul points out that these false teachers are being hypocritical. They would want you to follow the law. They would want you to practice the law completely and fully and, and in so doing honor the Lord, but they can't even follow the law properly themselves. Are you really going to follow these kind of false teachers? Paul then, after causing the Galatians to look at the false teachers to examine their motives and the character that they use as they quote unquote minister to the Galatians, he then points to himself. Consider Paul's example. What matters to him is the cross of Christ. All other earthly concerns are of no use to him. He has crucified his old nature on the cross, and in so doing that, the world has nothing to do with him. Paul is only interested in following Jesus more fully. And he points this out, and this is the final point, ultimately and finally, to distinguish the difference between justification and sanctification, where you have the legal declaration that yes, Jesus died for your sins and God views you as if you had never sinned. And in that, you receive the righteousness of Jesus Christ. That is the justification that you receive through faith from Jesus when you believe and put your faith in him. Sanctification then is that ongoing work of the spirit of Jesus alive and at work in your heart, turning you more and more to become like Jesus. This is like the home renovation project that takes place. This is what we mean when we talk about sanctification. Paul encourages them to also persevere in that kind of mindset, to not just look at Jesus Christ and say, okay, here's that and here's our options, but to grab hold of Christ and to follow him and to pursue that more and more fully. And in case his qualifications are in question, in case they start to say, well, does Paul really know what he's talking about? He points to the scars on his back and says, these prove that I am an apostle of Jesus Christ. Not only have I taught, but I have suffered for the name of Jesus. And man, that is just a final period and definitive period on the statements that he's been making in this letter. Does he know what he's talking about? Yes. Look at my scars. After Paul talks about all of these things, he moves to, a, I would say, a very radically sudden conclusion to this letter, very much in line with how he starts this letter. And in all of this, it causes us to consider who it is that we're following who it is that we are listening to, and, and to encourage us to hold all the more tightly to Jesus Christ. So just speculation as we wrap up the letter to Galatians. Let's take a couple of minutes here and consider why it is that Paul is so abrupt in how he let, ends this letter, and, and to review everything that we've read and studied over this last few episodes as we prepare to debrief as we wrap up this series on the letter to the Galatians. Thanks for listening to Epistle. You can find, follow, and give feedback on our Instagram page at E underscore Pistle. You can find all of the episodes for this podcast wherever you get your podcasts, and please feel free to share them with a friend. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.